Hello and welcome to another, it was that loud, yeah. <laughs> episode of the Manam Pod cast. I was never sure. And I'm like, we, if I should say pod or podcast, I feel like you yell at me. You're the branding expert. I will never yell at you for anything. So I just want to make sure that I'm doing it correctly, but I am your host. I think it's interchangeable. Okay. Dustin Carry Buke on. with Becca Schoenborn. As you can see, this episode is just us chit-chatting. Yeah. Because we don't have a guest here today, uh, for this one on this special St. Patrick's Day episode, which Woo-hoo. truly means nothing to me. No, but uh, I don't either. But uh, yeah, we don't have a guest because uh, that guest got sick. So we're just going to chit-chat. We haven't just sat down with just us two. Ever, actually. Ever. The only other time we did it was the first episode, if you listen to, our producer Scott interviewed us, but we haven't just like sat ourselves, I don't think, and yeah. well, in that just episode, we to were, each other. Yeah, well, in that episode, we were just kind of, you know, trying to explain the podcast, and mm-hmm. then we were affiliated with Downtown Menominee, which all, now we are not, so that's mm-hmm. a lot different now of who we are and what we do. Yeah. So tell me all your deepest, darkest secrets. All right. <laughs> where do I begin? Yeah. Where, where, where does it, where does it start for Becca? So again, what are we, we're, we're sometime mid-March when we're doing this one. I mean, you, not to talk solely about work, but uh, you must be getting all revved up and ready for the new place in Eau Claire that I'm just going to randomly ask you about because, you know, now that I work in Eau Claire, uh, the co-op going in is a big deal. It's going up fast. Um, we are hoping to be open in September or October of this year. So we That's crazy. I know. I mean, by that's the time crazy. anything I say about the building now is already going to be like old news in the next That's true week, because we are because, because it's we're going we are, so fast. Right, that's true. Um but the we Market and Johnson is building the building um and they are doing a great job and it's going up very quickly. Sure. What are some of the exciting pieces that like so like you like you said I don't want to outdate this too much. So like what are some of the exciting pieces that like people should like or you are excited for? I don't care about. Yeah. Um we the new store will have a upstairs event space that is an indoor outdoor space so there will be a rooftop patio kind of and then an indoor event space with big garage doors so cool. you can have big events up there eventually and there's um, going to be a kitchen and stuff up there that with an elevator that goes into our kitchen on the main floor so if you've been to the event space in Menominee uh, it's not really set up for like catering events in here obviously this is more of like a classes or business meeting type rental space um and eau claire doesn't have a lot of like in between size rental spaces like you can get like your 450 root people events or like up to um 50 person events and there's not a lot of like in between like the 150 person range which is kind of what this space will be so um it is exciting for that um what else i think a lot of the people in eau claire are excited uh, kind of it's just a little loud we got you know we're at the we're at a, we're at a working co-op it's fine yeah. becca oh i was just gonna i was just gonna be <laughs> quiet in case he wanted to cut it out no, or something that's fine um, at this point this is just uh this is a this is just a random episode anyway i don't feel yeah. bad we record in the co-op classroom, so sometimes people are actually working <laughs> A working here. co-op, who would have thought? Unlike me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't clock in to do this podcast, <laughs> believe it or not, so. Which I just um, just don't understand just just kids you're bringing so much in. we talk about the co-op like every single time on here i know that's all right they sh- i like to keep it separate like free free press constantly 
Yeah. I mean, whatever. people already associate me with the co-op anyway, so I don't. Well, yeah. What, what else are you known for? Nothing. You're the back of the Just co-op. <laughs> you're back of the co-op person. And that's um, what happens when you're the outreach person. This podcast person. now, honestly, it people is. have started to like recognize me from the podcast and say that before they say like, "Oh, you work at the co-op, right?" And like, it's, people listen to this. It is weird, I think right? I'm suddenly embarrassed that we, I am on I know, a podcast I, I that's my own. Just, <laughs> I was just telling somebody the other day. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm like. We're two years into this, and I still get weirded out that somebody uh, mentioned that they like knew my voice the other day, and I'm like, oh, that's right, people listen to this. I forget. I forget about it that, really is which just... is exactly kind of what we want, and the whole reason why we do it, yeah. that we want people to listen. But I, but again, we also have guests on all the time, so like, I don't ever think of like us as part of it. Right. I always like, I'm like, oh, I'm here to talk to these people because they're fun, and that's what we wanted to do, and I never think of like our part. Right. which is always weird that we're the hosts and this is our show yeah that we're on every single one of them and <laughs> nobody else is so like our voices are synonymous with it yeah that that aspect oh, of it's it funny i, I know it like, is i listen to podcasts too so like i i understand now when other hosts are like not weirded out but just like get surprised when people so many people say they listen to their show and yeah. i'm like what do you mean Right. That's just my private conversation with Dustin. What do you mean? <laughs> like, it's true. Justin and I are just uh, having coffee with the guest every other week, and that's pretty much it for us. <laughs> right. And that's exactly I don't even know if I really even listen to podcasts that are guest-oriented uh, anymore. Almost all of mine are like this now, where it's the same people, and they just continuously just chit-chat. Yeah. And I don't know. And just listen to them just like... A lot of mine are like yes. storytelling type. Yeah. Like, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, but also... Yeah, the other ones I listen to are just the hosts. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm trying to like now do a quick like thought down my brain. I think there's one that I listen to and that's like a newer one that's guest related and that's it. What are your favorite podcasts? Um, My favorite ones are um, uh, the ones I listen to every week are uh, Tell Them Steve Dave is probably the second longest one I've listened to. It is two guys from that show, Sounds Super Nerdy Comic Book Men. And then it's Q from Impractical Jokers. And they've had a oh, podcast yeah. for like 12 years. Before Impractical Jokers was a thing, Q oh. was like their sound guy. And he was like a fireman at the time. Dang. So it was really, and like, it was just really this random thing. I didn't listen to it then, and I, but I started listening to it like, oh gosh, it's been at least like seven, eight years. Wow. And now they have a Patreon. Like they're solely funded on Patreon now because the comic book band's been canceled for like five years mm-hmm. now. And uh, they do so, I mean, I have never followed a podcast that is, I'm a Patreon for a couple other things too, and uh, which if nobody knows, it's a subscription thing where a lot of podcasts used to give extra content so they can you know fund themselves or whatever. Uh, Tell them Steve Days does so much Patreon content. It for five bucks a month, I, it is unreal what I get, and I'm like, gosh, these guys are like all in on doing this. I've never been a part of that. It's just so good. Um, that's just a funny one. It's just them BSing or whatever, and then. Uh, Probably my couple other ones are uh, Brett Easton Ellis has a Patreon-only podcast. He's an author. He did American Psycho. That's his oh, famous yeah, that's one. Right. He just came out with the shards that I just bought with from Ann Vogel, oh, a previous yeah. guest. Go um, listen to that episode. That yeah, was fun. it was cute. And uh, uh, Brett's are really cool because he's because he's an author, super intelligent. He he does Q and A episodes a lot now, but he has guests on sometimes. But he also does uh, long form like stories that he's written. So like he pretty much writes for the podcast and he reads it like oh, he's an author that's cool and that'll start the podcast like 25 minutes and it'll be about some pulp culture thing he's a big movie big author guy and so that one and then uh, other than that i mean those are the those are my two main oh and then uh my favorite 
comedians Anthony Jeselnik, mm. and he has the Jeselnik and Rosenthal Vanity Project with this guy Greg, which is his longtime best friend uh, from college, and he works for the NFL. So, and then they just, you know, mess around and talk. Cool. And then I throw in a bunch of random pro wrestling ones in there because that's my thing, and mm-hmm. movie critic ones. Naturally, that's my other thing. So, <laughs> those are my podcast ones. What about you? Mm. Um, I would say the one that I listen to every single week is the tripod which is the try guys podcast okay try guys are youtubers they have started at buzzfeed years and years ago but now they're on their own and they try things basically is okay their premise for their channel but their um podcast is usually them just bsing about random stuff sure. random topics and their producer is hilarious so um i like to listen to that one Every week, their producer started his own separate podcast where he, so there was one segment on the tripod called, his name's Miles, called Advice That Will Go For Miles with Miles. (laughs) Silly, whatever. I get the clever of Um, it. And so basically he started his own separate podcast that is like him giving advice to people who call in with their random problems and it is he is like my age he knows he's fully unqualified to be giving people advice and he just has a different friend on every week and they call people back and help them with their problems. funny help them with their problems basically sure and i think that one's pretty hilarious because sometimes it is really good advice but most of the time it's It's just like them getting told a silly story sure of course Lots of college-age kids call in for advice about random things, which I think is funny. Sure. Since I'm not in college anymore. Right. Because now you're almost 30. <sighs> Quit reminding me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because now you're so close. I literally just said at the last, on the last episode that I don't care about it. Yeah, but you do. Because now when this episode drops, you're like four days away of yep. birthday month and birthday week that you don't care about. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah, no, those are my my big... Oh, and then the other one I just... I pick up and drop off as a... Jamie Jasta, who's the lead singer of a band called Hate Breed, they're a heavy metal band. He's had a very long-running metal podcast for years. He was kind of the first person to really like be in the metal world and start one. And he has pretty big guests on, and so I like that's the one I can go in and out of, like Mm -hmm. of like based on his guests, and I'll like check it every month or two. What Um, is the metal-related podcast you were just on? Oh yeah, so. Um, for the people that don't know, I, uh, I'm really into like heavy metal, extreme metal, like death metal, black metal, all this stuff that if most people around here don't listen. If you've Dustin at his office, the vinyls playing. The vinyls are, playing are very, are very, very loud and very heavy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so in this very weird roundabout thing in my life, I am now like, and we publicized one here before is like booking death metal shows at Zymergy mm-hmm. Brewing. And through that, it's just, it's just, it's spawned this extremely outrageous, like, <laughs> life that I now lead of, of random things. And uh, one of the things that we hooked up with was this vulgar display of podcast, which is based off of, the name of it's based off of Pantera song. And uh, there are a bunch of guys from St. Louis, and I don't know how, even, like, how, but they wanted to interview us, bec- me and John, John's the owner of Zymergy, who we've had on the podcast before, um, about, like, the metal scene up here that we've created, because, like, you literally did create it. We too, created because, it, like, yes. There, I, I don't think that I saw a single metal show ever advertised before right. you started 
yeah doing it. and maybe it's just because i didn't know the right people and it's not my no scene, you're not but. wrong because the only other venue that even remotely does metal or an even close to music like we do is everybody's bar in chippewa falls yeah there really is not other and they do a lot music. right and they do a lot of rock they do occasional metal show but it's, it's not what we do mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah, we really did create this like weird little scene thing that we are doing now. And it's like my favorite thing that I'm doing in my life currently because it's just because it goes back to the podcast we um, had uh, two weeks ago with Ashley Asher. We we're just talking about things we love and that. So recently uh, we had a metal show and it was our first one of the year. And it was just three local bands like from one was from Wisconsin, one was from Minnesota, one's from North Dakota. And and like I don't know every time I'm still like I do that thing where I wonder if anybody shows up mm-hmm. and then you know we had seven sixty-five, seventy people show up wow and like they just loved it and like you get that moment of just like this is nuts like and so many people are regulars like I know people's faces now mm-hmm. um, because they're just so excited that this exists here it's I feel like it's kind of a niche in the it music is. industry like it's not a type of music you accidentally listen to correct like, it's not like yeah. you flip through the radio stations and you stop on a death metal station you can't like that is you, not unless you have serious satellite like, radio you like death metal if you listen to it you're correct. not accidentally coming across it. most of the time that's right yeah <laughs> honestly the only way you're like honestly randomly listening to what i listen to is if you have serious and you listen to uh liquid metal on there mm-hmm. which again can play metallica megadeth but then it also throws in frozen soul which is an extreme death metal band mm-hmm. in between all of them and yeah so like we started this thing long roundabout way but yeah we hooked up with this podcast and they're all different types of metal guys but i'm a really big death metal guy and i actually hosted two episodes for them uh to interview death metal bands i just had one i don't know if it's dropped yet but uh it's with this band called downfall of gaia and they're from germany and i spoke cool. to their lead singer and founder which was pretty cool That's awesome. yeah it's been this weird thing like i don't know we have a whole bunch of sh- i mean we're already slated for shows for the rest of the year um but i mean the p- quick plug i give on this is uh march 23rd gorod is this band from france they're on a huge america tour uh right now we snagged that tour i mean we have we just have a lot of stuff going on and it's a really weird it's a really weird thing that is working really well and it's so well like tammy simon who is the tourism director we have had on and she you know plugged our metal shows mm-hmm. she she's had she she's added that into like her what's happening in menominee presentation because she you know wants to show mabel and mm-hmm. devil's punch bowl but then she likes what we and you like which is what are like the weird little things that happen exactly. here and uh she's thrown in like yeah we give money to death metal shows now mm-hmm. which is wild and uh like so our biggest show is august 12th and uh um we'll have that announced and like tourism's behind it and they're giving us like we're bringing this band called narcotic wasteland as the headliner um they're from down south the lead singer is uh so when i was growing up one of my favorite metal bands was this band called nile and they sang like egyptian metal that was their shtick and uh he was the lead singer of that band for like 20 years this is a side project okay. and so like there's very few people in the metal world that like i really am like this is pretty cool mm-hmm. but the fact that he's going to be at our little brewery venue is pretty cool that is awesome yeah so that's pretty weird it just a weird. roundabout way of knowing me a little bit but yeah it's weird but also like not surprising for menominee almost like i'm I don't know how to explain it. Like, this town is just kind of weird in general. Like, that's why we started this podcast. We like the weird things about it. Yeah. Well, and the one thing is, is we have a ton of people from Eau Claire. Mm -hmm. 
that come to our shows because Eau Claire oh, has bet, yeah. not anything even remotely close. This never has. And honestly, they don't have any venues that will do it. No, um, I, I was going to say there's not there's not a lot of live music venues in general in, general, in the area. It is let true. Let alone. You know, the other thing I've learned, too, through the venture of just like, because, you know, the one thing about the last show I had, which was really fun, was uh, this is how it really felt like we had a thing going on. Is I had two people, uh, three people asked me for a business card. And I'm like, well, I don't have those because <laughs> I just do this for fun. Yeah. And, uh, but then I had a couple of people go like, well, would you do this kind of music here? And, you know, my, like hard rock is a big one that mm-hmm. we get reached out. Cause that's another thing that you actually don't really see around is like no. hard rock. And, uh, and, uh, and I, I just told them that I wouldn't do it because it's just not my interest. And I do this just for fun. And, uh, but like I did, like, I'm just like, gosh, that's interesting. And then I started thinking, I'm like, it is interesting the the venues and like the music scene in in Eau Claire to Menominee to Chippewa is really weird mm-hmm. and how it's kind of like these little bubbles of bands like Menominee you can see the same five everywhere mm-hmm. and like Eau Claire's kind of the same way yeah and Eau Claire I feel like is heavy on the local music scene like right. they the local musicians in and around Eau Claire are like well known and well followed it seems like which Maybe that stems from Justin Vernon making it big. But right. in general, it seems like a lot of people really like the local music scene in Eau Claire. Yeah. And, it, and based on what I've learned from people who are in bands is that it's hard to get into that scene in Eau Claire. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they kind of have their their shtick and they stick to it. So, um, yeah, I think that that also opens this up for of what we do in like the metal world. It's just like, you know, it's just another place. We're in the, you know, we're post COVID now too. The, the, the twin cities is where I've had to drive for, you know, 15 years to go see shows mm-hmm. and there's venues dropping to the point where, you know, yeah. they're just not existing anymore. They're getting bought or they're changing into a not metal and, uh, and getting expensive too. and getting like, expensive. Like, like, yeah, even I was looking, I don't remember what show we were looking at, but the armory standing room oh, yeah, only, the armory, they were yeah. selling the tickets were like two hundred dollars yeah it was like for the, the armory, armory and the armory sucks where you can only stand and you have to go early and get stuck yeah. there all day basically the like, armory is not a great venue it's getting expensive well it's getting expensive and, and then like the other thing is is like the thing that we also look out at at zymergy is you know it's a brewery they make they make money at door sales and beer mm-hmm. you know usually people want to put on any type of music unless the venue wants to do it you have to pay the the venue right you know so like a lot of metalheads I know, especially in South, like Madison, Milwaukee, they're all renting their venues. Mm-hmm. The, the person I know really well in the cities who does a lot of stuff, she has to rent her venues. Wow. I don't have to because Zymergy gets, you know, they're doing well off all the other things. Metalheads love to drink beer. Mm-hmm. They love a good beer. <laughs> they love more than one. They don't like they, they like <laughs> they like multiples. Uh, so, yeah, that, you know, that all plays into like the whole music scene, too, I think, is mm-hmm. that. And again, like you said, um, like with the co-op with this space, mm-hmm. like, man, I don't know if how many people just have space lying around anymore. Yeah. That's that a big thing. That are still open to a lot of the, a lot of music specific places closed during the pandemic. Right. Because they. Especially the middle ground ones. Right. Like the middle sized ones that are doing the smaller shows. Like in Eau Claire, the plus was, I think they maybe reopened recently, uh, yeah, but, uh, but, but I don't think they've, re- I don't think they've recovered at all. I don't think so either. But that was another place that has always yeah, been like the. The plus was the one. Yeah. Well, you know, the other one that uh, was. they got some big name 
comedians and stuff there too I they remember. have i've seen a couple shows there back years ago and they, i was like oh, you know the other one that was really rough for eau claire for like metal and rock was house of rock oh. that was on water okay. street the venue wasn't even that big it was just a bar with like a side stage mm-hmm. but they did a lot of things in there and so like when that went under five six maybe probably even longer um you know what what pops back up to do it right. you know even the pablo's huge mm-hmm. you know and and they're very targeted on what they do but they have a couple of rooms in there that even then it's big and expensive yeah. again you have to you have to rent it mm-hmm. so that's too bad we talked about that when we were at the eau claire chambers annual meeting because the one of the rooms you mentioned oh, yeah. like i want to have a metal show oh god <laughs> one room downstairs was like i was like oh, i could put a metal show in here so bad it's so perfect for a metal show in here it reminded me of like other venues i've been to mm-hmm. but you know that's a tough sell yeah i feel like there is like a line that's a, a lot of venues don't want to cross yeah that's one in, in bringing in music that they know has a rowdy crowd you know what i mean well like, that's the funniest part but that's, i think that might be my, a misconception it's, uh, it's my favorite part so I'll, again i don't want to make this like random bs podcast all about this oh, but the care. very quick the we very wrote no topics down. yeah yeah we, we we've we've written nothing we're just chit-chatting but like the very quick thing was uh when we brought it to Zymergy, we thought it was really fun it was just a funny it was practically a joke the mm-hmm. first show and uh there was that conception there of like this is going to get a little nuts and yeah it did and we packed it we packed the place on that first show but the one thing i remember the owner's uh girlfriend said to me she goes that was the most like respectful crowd i've ever been around Mm -hmm. she goes she goes they were like they cleaned up she's like people are cleaning up stuff afterwards i'm like i know it's because we we like metalheads understand that this is such a niche Mm -hmm. that if we mess it up we're we messing it up for everybody we yeah. mess it up so like mm-hmm. i've been to so like like that's the funniest part about it is is like people like you know listen to like that we mosh pit the number one rule of a mosh pit is if you fall on the ground everybody picks you up right like it's not like we destroy you down mm-hmm. like the whole like people You're run into trampled. like literally pick you up yeah if like you lose i've seen people lose glass i see people lose contacts and the mosh pit will stop at a thing and people like have their phones out trying wow. to find it so like awesome. that is a pretty big misconception the other thing is is like the names of the bands and stuff mm-hmm. can get really out there even yeah. like i remember when i first started i had to like okay band names i'm like are you guys cool with this and like <laughs> even like the, the example i like to give just because we had them we had this band called shotgun facelift on mm-hmm. which sounds ridiculous um but like then you learn like like the, they're like like the the lyrics are extremely poetic and like he's mm-hmm. thinking about like addiction and like recovery and like yeah. and he tells you and i'm just like this is just so funny that like if people heard and read the lyrics they'd be like probably pretty shocked at how well written mm-hmm. this is yeah but you know that's cool yeah it's pretty cool it's neat that's my neat life what about you i'm sorry just to dominate the last 10 minutes no of, that's okay i was just trying was to doing. think of like what do i do oh. do i have other things to talk about <laughs> Have I done anything? I know, I know. Like, like we were saying, it's with the uh, middle of winter, so yeah, I like you're to stay kind of, at home and do you're, nothing. Most you're of kind the time. of. Uh, I've been really into Sims again lately. <laughs> Sims, huh? <laughs> I'm not talking anymore about that. Um, Funny. I never played. I Sims, got a new laptop, so now I was now like, that's better, better redownload it. Gross. It's it's stupid. Did Whatever. You, do, um, you, do you do the thing where you uh, build the house and you pull the doors off and light it? No. Oh. 
Come on. Not since I was a youth. Yeah, that was what you did as a youth. You built the family up. You built the family up. You spent all this time in Sims. Kids, parents in Sims, and then you built the house, and then you started a fire and you took all the doors off the house. Yeah, or you put them in the pool and took the ladder (laughs) out. I took the ladder out. It's so funny. That was such a thing to do. Everybody, yeah. Everybody did it. You spent all this time to get this family and then you killed. I know, right? It's so funny. That's my fan. That's the only memory I have of Sims is people. Oh I never played it, but I would watch people do it. It's so like funny. It. Um, I mostly like building houses in there, honestly. Like, it's fun sure. to just, like, whatever. I'm married to a gamer, too, so, like, he right. has his games. And I can. there's only so much TV you can watch, so eventually I'm like, well, what am I going to do? <laughs> better download a game for better myself. Better play or play Sims. Well, I have a uh, Nintendo Switch, so a lot of the times I'll just play some games. I've always wanted to buy a Nintendo Switch. I think it I'm like it was the best purchase I've made. In I know the last I th- few years. I've seen not it. that expensive. I know it's like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, and I have hooked it up to the TV one single time. I use it handheld mostly. Oh, I would handheld like, it all the time because I need so something cool. to do. Like my kids, my son dominates the TV mm-hmm. when it's on, and if it's not what he's, if it's then we just shut it off because he's so fun and cute and adorable when you you know want to watch anything you do and he screams at you <laughs> that he doesn't want to watch right it now? almost well he's by this it'll be five in a, like a week oh my god i know holy cow yeah so he'll have a heart attack about but that. if you get a switch then he'll want to play with your switch too oh whatever then that'll give me the tv <laughs> i don't know it's it's truly a trade-off at this point yeah. because like i just i've literally wanted to watch 50 i wanted to finish 15 minutes of something the other Never. day and he was literally not even in the room <laughs> playing with legos and he heard his show go off the tv and i mean flew out to the <laughs> living room and just cried and i was like what is going on where did you come from first yeah i'm like how do you even hear that like you're, you're like talking to yourself building a <laughs> building a house out of legos and then this is what you and then just had a heart attack it's like every dad from, from everybody's childhood when you change the channel and they were asleep in the recliner. Yeah, they were the, like, I was watching yeah, that. That's like, grand. your eyes were closed. Your eyes were, You've been snoring for back. 20 minutes, Dad. You're that's not watching that. so funny. It's so true, though. I mean, it is. <laughs> but that's kids are the same way. They're, yeah. just, they're just the best bundles of terrible that you'll ever have, Becca, that you, you will never know. That I'll never have. That you'll never have. But you love them. I love them. That's for sure. Other than that, what else have I been doing? I do Reiki at Happy Apple. On oh, Monday yeah. Still, so. I was going to ask you. I saw that on Facebook the other day. I wasn't sure if that's you still. Yep, that's still me. Um, so that's type of energy work for mm-hmm. anybody in the uh, in that side of the world. Yeah. I could do three episodes just talking about that, probably. Um, I've been thrifting a lot lately. Okay, what have you gotten? Tell me the thrift love. Well, I've been redoing... Uh, my little coffee bar area of my house so i have been trying to find some little decorations for that um i found some cute stuff at town and country but currently i'm on the hunt for a pour over coffee setup because i got rid of my get rid of the kettle and just do a pour over um yeah well i had a keurig that i literally only ever used for hot water and so i was like what am i doing has any why have we not discussed in this world what a bust of Keurig became. A lot. I know. I, I mean, I've everybody got... bought one for about a year. Mm-hmm. Everybody realized that nobody used them. And then and that's now... when I got mine because I got it for free from... <laughs> Our producers like, did you use a Keurig, Scott? Really? Interesting. 
I have oh. literally, they all end up in all the offices of everybody's workplace. And then they still sit there next to the pot yeah. that is white and crusty and old. Here's my beef with them. It, they're very wasteful. So when I, like, I... Obviously, if you know anything about me, I mean, to sustainability, I like to you try work to at be a co-op. Of course, I you work do. At a co-op, <laughs> so like, I've got beef with having all of those plastic pods that will never oh, sure. ever break down in a landfill ever in their existence. True. So I had like a little reusable pod for it, so I could put my own coffee in it. But like, I work at a place that brews really good coffee every day, so I will just get coffee when I get here. Sure. So I pretty much just used it for hot water. So I replaced that with a really cute gooseneck matte black um electric kettle yep very cute and fancy not fancy but it is very cute. it looks fancy looks fancy so mm-hmm. i'm on the hunt for a cool pour over coffee setup sure. of some sort because sure. on the weekends i usually go get coffee from a coffee shop somewhere but you know sometimes i'd like to just stay you know and not make a cup of coffee yeah weird I haven't come across anything worth purchasing worth yet. Purchase. Last time, when I went to town and country looking for a coffee setup, I came home with a. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna sound so old. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I am 95 at heart. Do not forget this. I found this really cute, like, <laughs> floral doily. <laughs> oh god. This went off. <laughs> Underneath I'm my s- kettle. It looks so cute. If nobody tuned out during the metal conversation. <laughs> They just heard a 30-year-old say she bought a huge doily, and they're like, we're done. They're like, there's six minutes left of this. We're off. <laughs> because my the dresser that my kettle is on is also black, so it's like the perfect contrast between the black dresser and the black kettle. Sure. It just, looked, it just all blended in. So now I have my cute little coffee set up next to my very cute like um, record player, and cute. I got some cool like little shelves so that i can display whatever album i'm listening to i know naturally I need, naturally because that's what you have to do even if nobody's around no you have that's to. the best part of vinyl exactly. like you said i have vinyl too is is the, the tangibility of vinyl i love it is literally the best part everything about it the okay. huge case exactly the huge it's disc vibe. i don't know it is you have to see the case like that is such a thing it's like i'm gonna set the case up nobody else is here no why do i need to look at the? i'm literally in my kitchen alone <laughs> But I'm like, everybody must know I'm listening to Greta Van Fleet exactly. right now. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I know. I do the same thing. It's like, why is that a thing? Such and a I, vinyl I, person. Such I a vinyl know. listener thing to do. It's a whole experience. I don't know. I think it, I think part of it, too, is because um, you have to, like, you don't just turn it on and walk away. Yeah, like, you have the, to flip the you have to flip, you vinyl have to, if you, it's a longer you listen album. To it. Yeah, you have all the to time. switch the entire yeah actual vinyl to the second one in the case so it's 100%. like conveniently you well and you have to out. pay attention to it because like what like the max vinyl is like 28 minutes on a side or something right so i have my the one i was just talking about the greta van fleet album i have has three songs per side because their songs are so long yeah. that i'm like oh my god i have to flip this so many times just trying to listen to i bought a 12 total songs yep i uh there's a genre of metal called doom metal and they do really slow bass field songs cool. and there's this band called sun O that i listen to and it's literally there's there's two albums and there's four songs there's one on each side mm-hmm. and they're all between about 15 and 20 minutes long oh my god that's all it is fun so it's four songs on four on two things on two sides Funny. which is ridiculous so well um so, yeah that's what i've been up what's to your, what's your I'm on a... do you have summer plans yet since now we're getting there like because this is where we're at now we're looking at all the things oh yeah i have been shopping for swimsuits lately too yep, that's see, normally like the middle that's mid-winter how you know. where i'm like 
beach days are around the corner. Like, I got to get ready. Yep. No, I don't. I don't need any more. But so I've been, just been daydreaming of going to the beach. Last year, I only went to the bottoms one time. So I want to go. Went to the bottoms once, too. Yeah. I want to go more. Twice, I don't, remember, I don't live very time. far from there. So, like, I really, the only excuse is that it's kind of a trek to get down there. And the walk uh, back to the car after is, you've been in the sun it, all it day. Sounds hor- it's the worst, right? The walk back is, and you're like, always three hours <laughs> long. <laughs> and you're always carrying so much stuff. You're walking on the rocks. The bottoms is so nice. But, yeah, that walk back. Just, like, you're exhausted like, from you're the like, sun. You're like, this is an eternity. Why usually, is it so far away? I'm never the driver. So, usually, I've been drinking, too. So, I'm just, like, trying to wander back to the car after <laughs> drinking on the beach all afternoon is just a real treat. That's so You funny. walk past the families coming back to watch yeah. the sunset. And you're like, don't look at me. Yeah. Don't perceive me. Don't, yeah. <laughs> you're like, Jesus, so the worst. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I always have to have a bottoms wanna, trip. Yeah. I just want to go to the beach more, I think, this summer. Yeah. I don't really hit the beach. I know. Between now, like, I'm, between the metal shows and, like, vintage baseball, I mean, my weekends are slaughtered in the summer already. It is yeah. absolutely insane. I looked at my summer schedule. like, this is crazy. How much stuff is already just between baseball games and metal shows? I'm just, like, so busy. Just busy. Yeah, because you have to plan everything so far ahead. And I'm just like, oh, there's an open weekend. But, like, I'm that bad planner where it's like, oh, it's open. You know, nine months from now, yeah, it's fine. And then, like, it just keeps in your – then you look at it and you're like, oh, well, well, I added too much stuff to this schedule now. And I, yeah. Cause, I because it was so far away. I to, like, 300 things to do in a day. I'm like, how did – why did I do this to myself? I know. So, yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know what we'll do this summer. Usually, I just end up following the boys around disc golf course a lot sure. of the time, which I enjoy. It's just like going... <laughs> for me, I'm just going on a hike through the woods, sure. basically. Sure. Why don't you play? Um, I used to, uh, and then they all got too good. Yeah. It Once once they transitioned from, like, we're doing this for fun, we're playing all the... We're not playing with the actual rules so there's like the pretend way to play where which is just, just like flinging it and yeah. just trying to get it if to the you basket. hit any metal it counts yeah. and once oh, they transitioned I... to playing the correct way that you have to get in the basket to you get were done i was like i'm not good enough for this it takes me like 20 shots to get to the basket where they're like throwing two times and yeah. they're there and so mostly i was holding everybody up because i'm like just chucking very bad yeah well, that's me real golf so i don't care out. like i'm not gonna go practice throwing discs around sure they will sure that's their whole thing all summer but so i've seen a lot of really cool places actually following them around disc golf the yeah last summer we went to the up a couple times and there's some really cool I'm playing courses base- up I'm playing there. vintage baseball in the up this, this summer um, i'm excited that's my latest favorite place to vacation I you're think. you like the up i really like it up there i think it's because there's nobody up there that sounds great there's that's where i need there. that's why i need to it's go beautiful i love people but i'm sick of them yeah like obviously rock hunting on lake superior is like totally no becca other. thing you to know, do you know i'm just hunting for agates on the beach the entire time I'm not here, surprised so. by any of this i did find a couple last time when i was there there so. you go i'll just i'm just collecting rocks and you know doing stuff <laughs> well this <laughs> my just, new tagline yeah well let's just prove how fast that video can just chit chat for half an hour when yeah. i started a podcast and bs so who knows if anybody cared to listen to this but we need to fill. Yeah, we're fun and semi-interesting. Probably will not be surprised by any of this. No, we're s- we're semi-interesting humans. That's why we have this. This is People's just what listen. Our, yeah, this is what our friendship is like all the time. If you've Truth. been around us, this is why we started the podcast. Cause yeah, because we, we just ramble. Can't on. keep our mouth shut ever. Correct. <laughs> That's just why you have a podcast. 
Well, well anyways. Do you want to do the ending things and uh, tell people where to find us and all the fun stuff? Oh, yeah. Um, visit our website, themanompod.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, what else? The website? I already said that. Oh, jeez. I missed that. Ah, no, that sounds great. Thanks for listening. You're a great co-host. Yeah. This is fun. What what kind of good food have you eaten lately? Doesn't I was going to say, do like we have to, to say that? Is that a thing that we should answer now? Or is, I always feel like that, like, whenever we end this, that's like the, that should be the last questions we ask. I think so. Is, is what are our favorite foods in movies? Yeah. We haven't done that in two years, so. Nope. Still haven't. I still don't remember any movies I've ever seen, as usual. Sure. Um, so we'll end that on the last one. But I'll let you come up with whatever ending you want to give. All right. What, you didn't tell me about the food you've eaten. Oh, do you want me to answer that question? Yes. Um, this is important. I really don't <laughs> know. I'm trying to think of what is a good food I've eaten lately. Um, I, I I really don't know. I don't know if I've had any good food. I've eaten a lot of pizza for some reason lately. And uh, I had some leftover Chinese food. And I loved that too because that's the greatest food to uh, eat leftovers on. Um other than soup, I think soup soup's great are too. Superior. But uh, other than that, I wish I had better answers. But it's I've been so busy, I haven't really had any great food. Yeah, I also don't have any answers to that question either. Great um, ending question, Becca. I <laughs> I made a really good batch of chicken wild rice soup, but that's like my that's my best soup recipe. So it always turns out delicious. Sure. Um, I'm a creature of habit. When I go out to eat, is the problem. Sure. So I just end up getting the same, the same thing everywhere. Like sure. I'm always going to get an English burger from Log Jam, or I'm going to get a Thai peanut bowl from Log Jam, mm. or fish fry. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll get Yamato, if we're feeling spicy. Yamato sounds great. That's what I want now. Um, although, <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. Uh, I have accidentally got hooked on Dick's Fresh Market's sushi. <laughs> so, so far from anything that you would ever expect from me, but it's uh-huh. my guilty pleasure. Interesting. It's surprisingly good. Sure. I like it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you any movies I've seen recently. Good. So we're going to skip that question. Great. Um, okay. Well, thanks for listening to us chit chat for however long this was. Um, we will see you next time.